Welcome back, Somerville, to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith. And right up front, I want to ask you to stay tuned after the official end of the episode for a special surprise we have for you this week, a recording by the artist we have as a guest in the studio. We have uh, Somerville's local musician who is captivating, Mm. insightful, raw. Joshua Jarman, who um, if you have ever done open mic at Coastal Coffee Roasters or you've been at Coastal Coffee Roasters sometime in the past year, you probably have seen him. Uh, with a guitar or a musical instrument or possibly even behind the counter serving coffee. I am that guy. So, Joshua, welcome to the show. Hey, well, thank you for having me. Very very glad that you're here. So, let's see. I know that you're a musician, and actually I've even had you come out to an event that I had just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a a, a rather good event. Like gig, as, as they say in the old country. In the old country. And I tell you what, the feedback was legit good that's what i do you know i was hoping to offer that yeah the um the everybody who who helped put that that anniversary party on they were like the musician it was like right on point good deal good so good they were so impressed well and it's it's cool because each place is always different volumes and everything is always different so i'm glad that uh that went well well you did a fantastic job thank you Ian. So for y'all who, for y'all who don't know, Joshua Jarman is, I mean, really, he is an award-winning local. He's been featured on you know, Fox News, ABC News, Balcony TV, 9 to 5 Magazine, all over the place. Um, he, he performs. He hosts events. He does all sorts of musical stuff. It's true. So walk us through how you got to here. How did you get to doing music like, you know, going after it professionally? Hmm. You know, where, where are you from? How'd you get to Somerville? Well, I guess I could dive in at any point in those questions. So, of course, <laughs> uh, I grew up in Ridgeville, and uh, from a young age, I think I had the choice between uh, a football or a guitar. And uh, because I was in Ridgeville, transportation was always difficult with working parents. Uh, so football was, uh, I don't know, the, the least likely of the two choices, mm-hmm. you know? So um, <laughs> A guitar, you don't have to go anywhere. Just exactly, have a guitar, stay in your room exactly. and play. And at that time, uh, the, the internet was just being introduced into the households around the U.S. Everybody right. was getting those AOL and some messenger yep. uh, mm-hmm. demos and things. So 50 uh, free hours now. Oh, oh man. It's, man. It's, it's, I have to. Moving on up, I tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I started learning uh, through that grapevine on how to play these things, and I was all self-taught. And I started at seven, so I really got that jump start. And by the age of 10 to 11, I was ready to actually play in front of people, uh, wow. talent shows and things yeah. like that. And while uh, that was a learning experience of sort, I remember being on stage a few times and just making silly mistakes and, you know, uh, but yeah, getting started young made it to where that was very approachable for me in a professional viewpoint. You know, uh, by the age of 16, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to monetize music or if I wanted it to just be that thing I do on the lazy right. boy at home. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess by the time I got out of high school, I decided both would do and, uh, <laughs> both would do. And, uh, you know, I, I got curious with hosting events for others. And that was a good way of me drawing a dotted line between the two. Like I'm still involved with music. I'm still right. keeping all that real, but, uh, I am now catering to others on one hand and I can keep my ego out of it. And then on the other hand, I'm quite literally, uh, strutting around like a rooster and that's what I'm there to do, you know? So, uh, that's a fun little metaphor. I use the rooster thing, but, um, yeah, I mean, I was uh, something I've really always, it's been very plain to see that that's what I was supposed to do somehow or another. So Nice. Yeah, man. So what all do you do? Like, 
a professional musician. Is that what you consider yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not aiming for the very top, but no, yeah, I definitely like, just, just like, this is what I do to generate money. It's true. Yes. Uh, aside so, from that, I work at the, the coffee shop, work at just, a coffee shop. you know, to have something to do to keep my a hands working busy. artist. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. So like, what all do you do to generate revenue as a musician? What, uh, what, I mean, what does that look like? Obviously a gig, you know, it's like, Hey, we need a musician. Okay. Hundred bucks, two hundred, but whatever it is. Well, it started with uh, getting involved with the community through open mics. Yep. For, you kind of have to dip your toes in the water and let people know that you're there because uh, I'm sure I don't have to convince you there are innumerable uh, different uh, musicians in the air. Oh all, yeah, uh, all different sounds. There's no shortage of people who can play guitar. Definitely not. So I needed to show them that there was something about me that set me apart from the next guy that made me desirable. You know why? Why do you want a Big Mac instead of a Whopper? There's right. something different about them. And so uh, I've spent years trying to hone in on that or allowing that to happen. Um, and it started with open mics, you know, with uh, getting involved there. I let local business owners know that I was ready to approach, you know, making money with that and that I could show up on time or early, dress decently and could show <laughs> up with, with all the equipment. Which is all the stuff that business owners are like, okay, it's open true. mic, it's a musician. Okay, I see. I mean... You look like a musician. We don't have video here, but it's like, you look like a musician. I'm on the other side of a, of a yeah. microphone. So yeah. I, figured, I mean, not in know. a bad way. It was just yeah. like, if I saw you at a coffee shop, I was like, I bet this guy plays guitar. Yeah, well, you look, know. look the part. There's no right. shame. You know, man, you mean, know. I'm not saying it's bad. No, no. So business owners are like, okay, yeah, this guy's a musician. Is he going to show up on time? It's is true. He, is he going to show up when he says he's going to show up? And as of six months ago, I had my hair was 30 inches long. So people were, I, I remember of course, that. You it's, know, like, it's like, mm, mm, ah. But uh, I had... I've put in my time enough to show people that, hey, I'm here to stay. You're either right. going to appreciate what it is I bring to the table or you won't. Uh, and I've been able to find work this way. And yeah. uh, What I do is legit. It is. And I put my time into, pra I, I practice four to five hours a day mm -hmm. at, at music. That's something that, you know, the guy playing on his Lazy Boy doesn't always uh, have the opportunity to say. Right. Like, I sit down with paper and I use, you know, I'm breaking mm -hmm. a sweat. I'm working. And so. <laughs> like, this uh, is my job. It is. I've decided I can get paid for that. Yeah. You know, and uh, there is room for a musician. Everybody loves music, uh, in my opinion, at least. Oh, Most people like music. So that's the truth. Uh, you want your musician to be wholeheartedly, just like in any career, you want your doctor to be putting all his energy into right. being a doctor, you know? It's uh, like, no, I only do transplants on Saturdays. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm thinking about selling cars today. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's something that I learned more about uh, as the years go by, especially in this community. I think that's a big reason that I'm still in Somerville because uh, making friends here is, is beginning to show like, you know, everybody's scratching each other's backs, more or less. Like yeah. you, you even giving me a shout and saying, hey, we need entertainment here. And I said, cool, let me go show you what I do. We'll see how that turned out. And it went well. You know? Crushed it. Hey, Crushed it. That's what you called me to do. <laughs> yeah. I just definitely on my short list. I mean, I don't even have a list. It's like, who do I know that could do something like, oh, Joshua. I bet he could do it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So... Um, how many how many years have you been going after it, like professionally, professionally, trying to just like this is what I'm going to do to generate revenue? I would say I've been this way ten years to the day. That's a quote from Led Zeppelin. So ten years now, I've been putting my my foot out there and uh, you know making the mistakes and making the progressions necessary mm -hmm. to be a businessman. Going up there and realizing, well, can't do that again, or going up there and be like, <laughs> crushed it. I did this perfectly. So I. I have learned a lot of what to do and what not to do. And I have met several different types of business owners that appreciate musicians in several different types of ways. So uh, <laughs> as you can imagine, I mean, it's just like multiple different types. You were right. speaking a little earlier about just real estate. And yeah. I think that there are some parallels there too with just the interaction with people, you know? Excellent. So 
Excellent. So let's let's jump let's jump straight forward as we talk about you know the advice giving portion of the the conversations. It is Somerville Advice Givers. So with your with your background, with your experience and your expertise, you know what are some what are some things that you would share with the audience? Like here here are five points that I would say you know take these and your life is going to be better. Well. The first one that comes to mind. Regular people. Regular people. Not musicians that can practice four hours a day. I'm just saying. The the first thing that pops in my head is, as a person who uh, tried and has been trying to make a career out of something that is uh, not non-typical, you know what I mean? Musicians work is non-typical. There's no application process to be a rock star. There just isn't. (laughs) So uh, one of the things that I've learned is you will always have people who distract you and deter you from your goal. And it is very important for you to steadfast to what it is that your vision, uh, you know, is projecting for you because that may change. You know, you have to leave room for that as well, but I hate to be cliche, but I will follow your dreams. If that's something that, that you feel you should do in your heart, it will hurt a lot more for you to put that aside, mm. you know, in the long run. Um, I tried being a mechanic for a while and, and as much as, as I wanted to turn wrenches and I understood it, I was not on stage playing music and mm-hmm. it started to really catch up with me. Uh, a second piece of advice that I would offer people. Well, hang on before, yeah. before we jump number two. No, okay. I want to jump more into numbers because this is, this is really interesting when you talk about, you know, you'll always be people who will d- distract or, um, try to dissuade you. It's true. And yeah. you know, I think sometimes they're not even doing it on purpose. It's true. You know, it's not like there's, you know, the, the evil henchman. With the music, you know, trying to tie you to a train track. It's just like, hey, you want to come do this on Saturday? It's like, I can either go do that or I can practice or I can write or I can try and make some headway with, you know, what I'm trying to do with my life. Yeah. It's like you got got to have laser focus in order to do whatever that is with excellence. I mean, there's a reason why. You know, there's a reason why people are willing to pay you is because you're putting in four or five hours of practice a day. Right. And they see in my face that, wow, this person is, yeah. is encompassed in music and that's what I wanted as a musician. So I can't, you know, I want to leave it to where they can't imagine anything different than what you've given them. I mean, that's, right. that's what they've paid for, you know? Yeah. Uh, you don't want to sell someone a car and then go, wait a minute. I thought I was getting wheels as well. And you go, <laughs> Oh, well I didn't, we didn't agree on that. You know? Oh no. Wheels. Yeah, are, you, wheels. That, you didn't pick that option. That's extra. Yeah. <laughs> there are also no seats. Yeah. Like, oh, you wanted seeds? I'm sorry. <laughs> so while there's no, there aren't there are no henchmen of people telling you yeah. what you can and can't do, there will be people who you just really say have to things. Have clarity. Yeah, I mean, I have people who looked at me, loved ones even, or like, you know, are you sure you shouldn't, right. you know, go apply for this major career choice and and just in case kind of things. I'm like, you know, Nana, I appreciate it, but uh, <laughs> you know, I have to take this opportunity now instead of putting forth five, ten years into this company. Uh, I may not have a retirement plan for myself quite yet, but when you make moves into opening an LLC and things like that, then, then maybe that starts to uh, right. change a little bit. Good for so, you. Good yeah, for you. Okay. Now, number two. Number Sorry, two. I interrupted you. Keep going. Keep no, rolling. Number two, uh, if you can manage to get by the people who try to distract you, the others that are offering you these distractions, uh, like you mentioned a minute ago, there are no henchmen. Really, it's you in your way. And so so you're- We're all our own worst enemy. Oh, we, we sure are. And we're good at it. We're really mm-hmm. good at it. We know the perfect- I know perfect, all the buttons to push. I sure do too. <laughs> so uh, after a certain while, you've got to face yourself and, and, and wonder if it's, you know- are you gaslighting yourself? Is this really what you want to do? Or is this some, you know, Mm. there are a lot of questions, at least as a person who's been doing this for, you know, playing for 20 years, trying to figure out if I want to be a rock star and playing out for 10. uh, I've been through all the ups and downs. It's been a long roller coaster so far, but 
in any field, really, the advice would be to just make sure with yourself that you can, you know, sleep with yourself at night. You've got <laughs> Are you gaslighting yourself? You like that, huh? Oh my gosh. It, but, but it's tricky. The ego is tricky. Yeah. We do that to ourselves without realizing it sometimes. Am so. I... Like, am I just, am I just lying to myself? Do I want to be a rock star? Cause I want it. Do right. I want to be a rock star? Cause Yaden wants me to be a rock star. Or because, or? you know, I'm watching America's got talent. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I want someone to hit a golden buzzer. That's true. Yeah. You but know, it's just, I want that. Like, why do you want what you want? Right. Is that really what you want? Are you just like going for it? Cause you think you can. But, yeah. And there's always that opportunity. I mean, you know, you it can... takes so long, I think in life for, uh, the process of coming to the point where you can legit be honest with yourself. Well, it takes a lot of, uh, you've got humility. It takes, the word takes for a that. huge amount of humility. It takes a huge amount of even self-awareness to think, okay, this is what I've been going for my whole life. And then of course we, we, we have to fight the sunk cost, uh, fallacy. It's like, it's like, um, okay, you know, you wake up Sunday morning, you're driving. It's like, oh, okay. I, I know where I want to eat for lunch. Of course, where do you want to eat for lunch on Sunday? Always Chick Fil A, right? <laughs> but they're and never open. Yeah. You're, just, yeah, you're you're halfway driving there. It's like, oh shoot, I forgot Chick Fil A's closed on Sunday. Oh well, I'm already halfway there. Right. I may as well keep driving. Yeah. So I don't waste this trip. It's true. It's like, mm, no, that's not. You don't have to. Why, keep why would you do that? Right. You're you just like, oh, sorry, I'm going to turn around and do something else. But in life, we do that all the time. We do. It's like. You know what? I don't want to do this anymore, but I've spent 10 years trying to do this and I just realized I don't want to do it anymore, but I don't want to, this 10 years is going to be wasted. I've already got momentum. Right. It's going to, you know, hurt. It's like stop the reality or... is, is like, no, that you're, that, that's not going to be wasted. It's, it's what's going to be wasted is the next five years trying to get to a goal you don't want. Right. That 10 years was valuable because it got you to the yeah. moment in which you realize this. Okay. And that very easily brings me to my, my third yeah, piece of advice. Do the next right thing. Mm. I mean, there are several times where, you know, I don't want to get too, too deep into personal things, but I felt like I was at my rock bottom and uh, there seems to be no light at the end of that tunnel, but there is, there is a, a way in and out of I all situations. I see the light, but I think it's a train. You know, hey, but I mean, how do you find that out? You, mm-hmm. have, to, you have to get close enough to that to figure, uh, to see if it's a train or to see if it's the way out, but... Uh, I guess do I say the next that right thing. do the next right thing. And it's, it's difficult to remember sometimes because I mean, shoot, we get down on ourselves. You start beating yourself up mm-hmm. or falling short of a goal that you gave yourself or an expectation you really didn't need to give yourself. Um, yeah, do the next right thing besides getting discouraged because that 10 years of work you put in, if you get discouraged, I mean, if, if it isn't the end of that road and Chick-fil-A isn't closed and you decide to <laughs> freak yourself out, like maybe nobody's there, nobody is, you know, then what has happened? You've cut yourself off from that, right. that thing you've worked so diligently mm-hmm. for. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's something I'm, I'm listening to myself say right now, actually, you know. Do uh, the right do, do the, the next right, right thing. thing. Whatever I'm, that I'd is for that. you. It might I'd not be that. the right thing for the next person, but they're not the one on your path. You are. Right. You know. Oh, so. that's, that's awesome stuff. Uh, continuing along, I guess, uh, the fourth piece of advice is sort of catered to music, but, uh, in the appreciation that all people have for music, music is scary. Music is perfect and it is timed in some sort of way I can't describe. I can try to escape my mind and walk to Walmart and the music that's playing on the overhead is like singing to my soul, something exactly that I needed to hear. And, uh, that can be really frustrating as an artist. I'm always listening to music, but the piece of advice that I would have is to, 
uh, allow music in. Music is something very special that's been given to us from, you know, greater things, and it is there uh, for your ears. And if you are the artist that's creating it, uh, do it respectfully, understanding that you are offering something to the ears and minds of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are two paths as an artist that you can go by. And if you wish to cater and build others up, you can go that path or you can wish to confuse and bring others down. Uh, and so the advice is no matter what your art, uh, be weary of what your goal is with that mm-hmm. and, and listen to the music around you because the music others have left for you will uh, tell you where you are, you know, whatever that means. Maybe that's kind of a, a strange artsy <laughs> thing to say, but uh, I'm certain that uh, it will mean something to well, someone no, if, else. You if, if, you're, if you're a musician, if you're, if you're creating music, or even if you're not creating music, if you're creating content, right. if you are a creator, if you're writing, if you're speaking, if you're publishing, if you're composing, it's, it's still, you still have these two choices. It's like, what am I going to do? Because that, that creation, that, that thing that you're creating is going to affect people Right. For better or for worse. And we live in a, uh, the music industry particularly is a very strange business. And there are lots of opinions about this business, especially when you get into the higher tiers of Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Very strange things start to happen to the way you conduct your business. Uh, There are a lot of rumors about popular musicians that say that, oh, this person is sold out or they are, you know, delivering hogwash now to make money. And uh, as an artist who's written sad songs and happy songs and all of these different things, you realize that those artists may have sold out but are ne- aren't necessarily uh all they're doing is exploiting something they understand about the listener they're right. exploiting a space you're giving them to exploit so uh if you you know if that's the music you're listening to and that you're funding and you're buying those CDs and stuff then that's uh the mindset that you're calling forth for yourself yeah. you know music is a powerful tool it is a powerful tool and we allow it to be and that's the only reason that it I think about you know, when I when I learned the the you know actual definition of pop music it's like oh it's it's just popular music right you yeah. know pop music when i was little way different than pop music when i was in college compared to pop music now right you know i mean here locally 95sx when i was little mm-hmm. you know it was like alternative rock now it's like i listen to it, it's like eh, this is not my this is not my jam it's not your jam but it's somebody's jam yeah but it's still know? pop music yeah because it's what's popular right now. It's and just, it tells you something. Yeah. It's a reflection. It's a, it's a reflection of the culture, I think. It sure is. Music has always been that. I think that that's part of a, you know, and now with... Uh, yeah, it's, it's that cycle of art imitates life, imitates art, imitates life. And just... And, and for the first time ever... You know, it's, moving, it's, it's moving as it imitates its, itself. And growing upon yeah. itself and doing its thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, now that we have cell phones in our pockets, music is free for the first time in, in notable history. Oh my and gosh, yeah. So our reflection is much clearer if we allow it to be. We can you know, look at the types of music that are in our playlists and we could really sit and meditate on ourselves. We can right. learn about ourselves that way. And, but I, I think that... I'm even guilty of not taking the time to do that. <laughs> you know, I mean. Well, you know, we all are. That's true. Yeah. We all are. Um, I think uh, the only other piece of major advice that I have, aside from following your dreams and uh, being mindful of the steps that you take along the path you choose, is uh, really just a. I'm an introvert. I'm one of those people who, if I had it my way, I would hide away and, you know, mm-hmm. have a cave and just meditate the rest <laughs> of my life away. But uh, business does not work that way. And it is difficult <laughs> yeah. even to, 
like I've learned so much from the faces around me, the people that I've allowed myself to get close to, the people I see at Coastal Coffee Roasters mm-hmm. and things like that. And so as soon as I decided that those people were uh, also a reflection and that somehow those people I'm, I'm meeting are teaching me more about the person I am and the person mm-hmm. I could be, mm-hmm. uh, I started to kind of just look more and just observe more. So the advice, uh, without becoming way too philosophical here, would just be to... Uh, love your moment pay attention to the people around you because they really will tell you something even without saying a word they'll say something to you about what you know what you've got going on what you're exuding what you're taking in uh, and that is not limited to music or to the artist or to anything i think that yeah, that that's that just, just a person sort of thing you know i remember reading at some point i think it was by an author back in the day that my parents read growing up his name was charles tremendous jones his nickname was tremendous all right and, and, and he had this phrase, I remember reading it in a book, you know, when I was little off my parents' shelf, like self-help book, business book, that sort of thing. It's like, you are, you know, tell me, tell me like the last five books that you've read and I'll know who you are, but also it's like, you're the average of your five closest friends. That, that could make sense. Yeah, yeah it's for like, sure. It's like, it's like, and I'm thinking about how that intertwines with the people around you reflecting who you are and watching your reflection in those people. It's like, if you think about the five people you hang out with the most and like, okay, what are, what are the, the good and bad of those five people is probably going to be pretty close to what you, what's going on in your life right now. Sure. Yeah. yeah. With that whole reflecting each other back. It's true. And it even happens yeah. as I would say in the wild, you know, when you go mm-hmm. to Walmart and you pass yeah. that one person who just says something to you and it's awful strange that they would say that because you've been thinking about something similar all day or whatever, but that, that reflection That's right. is That's right. somehow taking place, uh, you know, short of big spiritual words here, you know, uh, oh, I love this. Yeah. It's always happening. This. So, uh, as we, as we keep going, this all fantastic stuff, Joshua, thank I mean, you. I know this is going to speak to somebody out there. Somebody's going to take this to heart. Takes one. I've, I've already, I've, I just keep coming back. Do the next right thing. What's the next right thing? I love that. So we'll keep going though. Moving into the final four. All right. Four questions. Dun, dun, question dun. one. <laughs> question one is, uh, when you when you pause from when you pause from from work and and you know everything that goes on in life, what does rest look like for you? What do you do for fun? You know, because I'm betting you don't. I mean, maybe you do sometimes. Get out your guitar and play music. <laughs> uh, I, I certainly do. And so uh, while that's not necessarily the answer that, of course, you're, you know, you're looking for here, I, I do play guitar a lot, man. It's, it is my greatest medicine. And it yeah. is something that uh, I'm fortunate to be able to make money with as well as make you know, healing with. Right. Uh, so that's very personal and also very public. Uh, but when I'm not doing that, I just do a lot of reflection. Uh, one of my guilty pleasures is drawing and coloring and things like that, mostly because of the monotony. The fact that I can let go of needing to figure this out or, you know, thinking about anxiety and depression, all that stuff. I can just do something simple and uh, uh, something easy, really. I mean, drawing is a good way of just uh, freeing your mind and allowing whatever to come mm-hmm. forth without having to like, oh, why did I draw a strange platypus? You know, yeah. well, that was strange. What am I thinking about? Who cares? You just get it out because... Uh, I'm just drawn. Yeah, when I'm on stage, there are... You know, I might be able to improv a little bit, but if I'm playing your favorite song, you really would like for me to play it right, to where like, you can sing I along with it. I to hear Hold My Hand. Right. You want me to sing it? The, like, come on, man. Yeah, don't change it completely, you know. <laughs> so uh, there are times where I can be 
uh, introverted and extremely creative and uh, figure out, you know, just dive into the weirdness that is the artist's mind. Right. And I enjoy doing that in my off time uh, in private. But otherwise, it's, it's getting on stage and taking that weirdness and constructing it into something that's uh, feasible and, and offering it to people. So because I'm just going to meet people where they are. Yeah, because people like weird too. You know, we all have a little weird in them. And the musician, for whatever reason, has been given the authority to exert that weirdness in a public way. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, you with the whiskey, you can't do that because you, <laughs> you can get in trouble and you'll be escorted out of here. But the musician, he's getting paid to be weird. So just request your song just leave to him. That to the professionals. Yeah, you know. Right? Uh, like- that, that's a fun quote someone once said to me that if uh, you're going to go crazy, you've got to figure out how to get paid for it or you're going to jail. <laughs> and I said, all right. <laughs> Gonna go crazy for you, you know. You truth, know, it's truth. Now, now I'm not gonna disagree with that. <laughs> so, question two is: In the next twelve months, what are you most excited about, personally, professionally? Just what are you most looking forward to in the next year? Well, uh, it really has little to do with my performing art, but I have opened a small business, and I would like to use that to figure out a way to, to cater to the community, Somerville. That's helped uh, really me gain the notoriety that I have now. Uh, and I really would love to open a music store. And I'm working towards doing that in the smallest ways because I am starting from scratch. Right. Uh, but I've been doing some research and there are some changes taking place in uh, music stores, really the corporate world and the mm-hmm. small music stores in the areas. And I think that there's room for one, especially in our small community here in Somerville. Uh, but within my 12 months, I'd, I'm really going to be putting a lot of energy into trying to motivate that into to becoming manifest, like making the business plans, shaking the hands nice. necessary, meeting nice. those people, you know. Uh, and that may have something to do with why I cut 30 inches of hair off. You know? <laughs> uh, but that remains to be seen. Like I said a moment ago, I'm allowed to be as weird as I like as the musician, and people are okay with that. They've already said that. But when it comes to this, I'm representing the community, not just right. the oddities of myself. Right. Uh, and so this is a way that I can discipline my, my own mind into you know, meeting others halfway instead yeah. of being the rooster. People who them. have preconceived <laughs> notions of whatever. Yeah. You need them to engage you with conversation. It would be Without nice. having any sort of hang up. With right. like, oh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I remember this long hair hippie musician from 10 years ago and that guy was a flake. Well, and it's, it's funny because there are those artists, but I have people all the time will be like, oh, you mean that, that long hair hippie that's playing those Pink Floyd songs? Like, yeah, did you know he owns a small business and then yeah. he's making it like, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool because now you've taken that stereotype and you've shaken it up a little right. bit, you know, right. and uh, I think that that's workable. There are, like you said a little while ago, just because someone sees that that can happen. It doesn't mean they're going to take the initiative to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can give away all your secrets and say that these are the things I'm going to do, but are they really going to get up and <laughs> are they going to start a music store? Are they going I only to... have 1% inspiration. Right. The rest is just 99% perspiration. <laughs> That's right. You yeah. know? Uh, but yeah, that would be my 12 months really. So That's awesome. I look forward to it. Yeah. We'll see how it comes together, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So question three is how can our listeners get in touch with you? You know, well, what's a good way for them to find you? I do keep my isolation, so you won't find me on Facebook or Instagram, but okay. I have music available on SoundCloud, okay. Reverb Nation, yep. and, and Bandcamp. Okay. Uh, and I'm working on getting my official website, which will be joshuajarmanmusic.com, up and going. Uh, it was up for a little while, and I had to do some remodeling, get rid of some, some of the old for the new, you know. Okay. Uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation. What was the third one? Uh... Bandcamp. 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 And for private emails and uh, uh, local inquiries, I am at this time touring as far as Atlanta and those surrounding states. I don't want to get way too carried away, but uh, for interest in booking, you can find things at 
uh, joshjarmamusic at gmail.com. Gotcha. We'll, yeah. we'll put all that. We're going to cool, put all yeah. this in the show notes. People can just click, you know, easy to find. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, final four question. What is a parting piece of advice that you'd like to leave with the, with the listeners? Parting piece of advice. No one else knows what it is you're aiming for. Nobody else knows what it is, despite what it seems like you're doing. You know, there will be many listeners who know me who did not expect to hear me say I'm going to start a music store. Uh, and it is not up to me to wonder why or to try to convince them of anything. Uh, the last 10 years of my life have been getting me to this moment in this mm-hmm. interview right now. So uh, the advice is to just allow things to unfold, allow yourself to surprise yourself, to surprise the people around you, and, and, and allow uh, the moment to surprise you, yep. you know, you never really know where your mind will change. You never really know what, uh, what might come next. I mean, it's pretty simple. I, I want to make truth. it more complicated than That's it needs to truth. be. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Bonus round. Bonus round. Bonus round. What is, what is, uh, what's saving your life right now? What's keeping you sane, you know, today? Today. Is it, is it a huh? song? Is it an instrument? Is it, is it a, a tool no man it's people it's people i uh i once told myself that what i everything that i would do from a certain point on would be to to benefit others if i could help it because trying only to benefit myself just wasn't working for me that's a short term and it was it was hurting other people around me but something magical happens when you help others and you feel good about it you've helped yourself and helped them and uh, so in order to get by, I remind myself often daily of that because that aspiration seems to be, uh, an auspicious one. Right on. Yeah. You got that right. You got that right. People. People, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, Joshua, I'm so glad and grateful that you took time from your practice Well, thank you. <laughs> to, thank to you. come, to come, you know, share, share some time with us today. Listeners, you know, our guest this week, Joshua Jarman. Find him online, uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, Bandcamp. Listen to his music. Support our local musicians. If you have a gig coming up, reach out to him. I can personally vouch that he will, he will, he will crush it. <laughs> he will crush it. Excellent. Very talented musician. Um, share, share this with someone who needs it, these pieces of advice. Take these to heart and share them with the community. The goal here is to impact Somerville for the greater good. And it's growing. So there's that, uh, taking that last piece of advice. Don't be surprised when this place starts changing in ways you don't foresee. That's right. Yeah. Joshua, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. And I appreciate what you do. Listeners. Thank you for being here with us. Without you, this would not be happening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for sharing this with people that you care about. If you like us, give us a review on iTunes. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, share with your friends, show support for our local community. You've been listening to Somerville Advice Givers, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week.
I'll never speak again aloud And time passes by though still I try to hold my ground And I know it's for me though it's so hard to see Past the lies that I fought to believe But now I try to hide my eyes away from the light And once I perceived it in the evening when you ended the day While watching you closely, I could still see you as you walked away. And you know I believe it, though I'll never speak aloud. And I smile and knowing you're always coming back around It was over my head It's still under my feet There's a little of you love in everyone I meet Your love gives all and this I know Well, darling I miss you every night you go You know I believe it, though I'll never speak yet aloud. I smile in knowing you're always coming back around. It was over my head, it's still under my feet. There's a little of you love in everyone I meet Your love gives all and this I know Well, darling, I miss you every night you go Every night you go Every night you go